Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week, three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. Boom, booyakasha. I think that's how they say it. Wagwan Yangyal. I'm not Jamaican. This is Rolling with Ungayo, coming to you just about every week on iHeartRadio and CannabisRadio.com and iTunes and Stitchers and your mama's house and wherever else uh, fine cannabis is talked about. I'm your host and pretty much the only person on the show ever, Ungayo Bilam. And here we are. Today is Tuesday the 7th, I think, right? Because Sunday was the 5th. Tuesday the 7th, 2017. Uh, just about less than a month into the Trump fascist presidency or whatever you call it. And uh, the resistance is going well. Okay, we're going to start with dessert first because I actually had a lot of desserts this week. So there, I went to a place called uh, Yumai which is like a Vietnamese-Japanese fusion hot dog joint here in Sacramento. I had the hot link sausage Kyoto style with nori and jalapenos and spicy mayonnaise, and that was delicious. But they also had these deep-fried – what you do is you take some sweetened cream cheese and you put it in a wonton wrapper and you kind of fold it into a little rectangle, and then you throw that shit in the deep fryer – and then it comes out, and you serve it with a little chocolate sauce on the side, and that was that was a pretty good dessert. I enjoyed that one greatly. Um, I recommend it. Shit, everybody can do that. You can make that right now while you're listening to the show. It wouldn't be very hard to do. Maybe some powdered sugar. Some people don't like the powdered sugar. I don't like powdered sugar on my waffles or my pancakes because I think it makes the texture weird, but I like it on a bunch of different other things. I also had... Some vegan chocolate chip cookies. When he did mushrooms in the woods with a friend of mine, which was great. It was really um, cathartic and and nice to feel the oneness of the universe. Right, we're going through some times of separation and people trying to create separateness. Is that a way to put it? Segregatory. Uh, so it was nice to uh, to reconnect with the oneness of the universe and to stare at the clouds and to see buffaloes whispering to dragons, uh, probably about us. Like, hey, those guys are staring at us. Be cool. I don't know. Uh, that probably makes more sense when you're on mushrooms. But that was good. But then after that, we went to a good vegetarian restaurant and had vegan chocolate chip cookies uh, with a really nice dark chocolate, a really good texture for a vegan cookie. Um, they could have been warm. Right. There were three little vegan cookies. Uh, I would have I would have liked it if they were a little warmer. But um, what are you going to do? It was three bucks and it was a good deal. And I recommend it. If you go to Mother on K Street in Sacramento, get the vegan cookies. And then another dessert I had because this was a week for desserts. I feel like I hadn't been keeping up on my dessert game and had to enjoy some sweetness in life. So I was at a place called the Iron Horse, which is on R15. And in addition to having uh, a mac and cheese bar, you can find a picture of the mac and cheese menu on my Instagram, NGAIO420. They had like 
lobster mac and cheese, truffle mac and cheese, jalapeno mac and cheese, black forest ham mac and cheese, chicken chorizo mac and cheese. We went with the trio. You can get a mac and cheese trio for 10 bucks of lobster, which was very buttery, very, very good, very buttery. The truffle, which was probably my favorite, super earthy. And then the chicken chorizo, which was really good. It had a nice little Southwest kick to it. But they made this, they called it a uh, a house-made ho-ho. Everybody always likes to giggle when you say ho-ho. It's a cream-filled ho-ho. It's really dumb. But you know the ho-ho is like a cake roll, right? So they made a red velvet cake. Filled it with the cream cheese. I thought the cream cheese filling was good. Although uh, I think when it comes to ho-hos and things like that, I like more of a whipped, a lighter whipped texture. But the cream cheese filling was pretty good. And then they had a, a little chocolate ganache in uh, a raspberry coulis. And that was a, a, a fine and steady dessert. Maybe I'll post a picture if I can find a good picture on my phone because I took a picture of it because, duh. So there you go. So those were the desserts. We had a, a lot of good desserts. Very proud very proud of my dessert history this week. When I look back, when I look back in my dessert journal, uh, that's what happened. Um, this next segment we're going to entitle Adventures with White People because I had uh, a couple of adventures today, uh, this last week. Uh, one, very random. I was walking down Broadway Street, and as I stepped out of the liquor store to uh, – to smoke a cigarette. I know, don't tell anybody. And to scratch my scratcher tickets. A random white dude just kind of walked up to me and he said, hey man, I'm sorry about Trump. That guy's not qualified to be president. I was like, hey, thanks brother. I appreciate it. And then I wondered if he was just going around to various minorities and marginalized people, just personally apologizing. Um, you know, I do that. Sometimes I, I apologize on behalf of all men after I've heard that uh, someone has been on the receiving end of patriarchy or misogyny, you know, on behalf of all men, uh, I just like to say sorry. And this is, this is one of those things. And this is a, a little thing. I don't know if we talked about this whole, all not all men, not all white people sort of thing. If, if one of your friends from a certain racial group is perhaps complaining a little bit about white people, you don't have to jump in with, but not me. I'm not the white person that does that. They know you, they understand your heart. You understand, right? Take what you can from it. These are the things like we have to discuss. Are white people collectively responsible as a group for some of the things that they do? Black people are, Asian people are, Indian Americans are, right? Whatever. And and white people are used to being treated as individuals, which is cool. We should all be treated as individuals. But if everybody else has to bear this burden, I think you guys need to get on it too and start working for some collective responsibility. And that's all I have to say about that. Uh, just think about it. And this is coming as a guy who I used to want to be always the first to be not all dudes, not all men. I'm not like that. I'm enlightened. I'm woke. And I am in some ways. In other ways, I'm still kind of patriarchal. So these are things we work on. Right. It's all about moving toward constant improvement. Uh, Second adventure with a white person was just a few days ago. I'm walking down the street and I hear this giant clatter and I look over and I see a guy who was clearly trying to steal a bike. Uh, about five seven, maybe 140 pounds, baldy white guy. Couldn't tell if he had a teardrop tattoo on the right side of his face or not. Uh, unconfirmed Nazi, but he definitely looked like he had skinhead tendencies. So since he was unsuccessful 
in his attempt to steal the bicycle, I didn't even say anything to him. I didn't even really look at him, but I, I guess he felt me thinking about him because tweakers can be sensitive, right? Remember this, remember this. A lot of people with drug problems are crazy sensitive to the world and they try to use these drugs to dull their sensitivity, right? It doesn't always work. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm, we're not talking about that. But the thing is, he kind of tried to have a problem with me, right? He's like, you got a problem? I was like, man, no, I don't have a problem. Quit trying to steal bikes, right? And then he's trying to walk up on me, and he's like, man, I'm a slave too. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. He had to repeat that like three times. Man, I'm a slave too. We're all slaves. I'm like, hey, brother, that's cool. I, stop talking to me. And he's trying to get close. I was like, you got to back up, dog. Maybe you should just lay off the hard drugs. And he's like, well, you're smoking a cigarette. I'm like, yeah, it's a soft drug, and the cigarette's not going to get me my ass beat in the middle of the street, right? So just lay off the hard drugs. And I walked away from him. And then he kind of tried to follow me. He's like, hey, what's your name? I'm like, man, I'm not talking to you. What's your name, man? You better tell me your name by the time we get to this corner. And I just walked away. And it was hard because I got a lot of pent-up anger, right? And had he been a confirmed Nazi, we probably would have fought in the street. But I'm trying to be a peaceful man. I don't have confirmation. You can't just hit random people. Punching people in the street is reserved for Nazis, confirmed Nazis, and fascists. So this guy... You know, he may have racing tendencies, we all do, but he tended to dance around it, and I had no confirmation, so I just walked away. Although I was hot to death, I was mad. I did contemplate coming back around the block and jacking that fool because, like I said, I got some, some anger that I need to let out, and I don't play basketball like I used to because my knees hurt. But here's the thing, though, right? So then the next day, I'm walking down the street, and apparently he had had time to think about it or the drugs had worn off. And uh, I saw him, and he goes, hey, good morning, man. Have a nice day. I was like, you have a nice day, too, brother. Good luck on your journey. <laughs> and so that's it. So that's my whole story for that. Uh, so just random adventures with white people, and we'll be right back in a couple minutes with more talking from Ungayo Bilam right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. Do you want to get in on the booming cannabis industry? With new Frontier Data, we give industry insiders the power of big data analytics to help navigate this rapidly growing and changing landscape. New Frontier's tools help you make critical decisions based on the facts. Our industry analyst reports reveal the best opportunities. Our custom research engagements deliver answers to the most difficult questions. And our cutting-edge big data platform, Equio, puts real-time information and answers you need right at your fingertips. Go to www.equio.io and sign up for your free membership today. That's E-Q-U-I-O to sign up now. The power of real-time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrity 
Ortiz inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him being that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Every strain, every sale, every medical study. Keep it right here on the Cannabis Radio Network. Rolling with Ungayo is back only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. This is CannabisRadio.com, home of the Stoner Jesus Show, home of my homie Vivian McPeak. He does a great podcast. I think Russ is still on this station. Uh, and, and my show, Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Today's show is brought to you by Marijuana from Humboldt County. Not really, but I was going through my jars of samples that I have left over from the Emerald Cup, and I pulled out number 568, which came in third place, uh, known as strain number eight. It smells like a purple tangy. Well, it's very purple, and it smells like tangy, so that's why you'd say it smells like a purple tangy. Um, it, one of those things, you know, when we when we were judging – in the last couple of years, a lot of times purple weed, like weed that's actually like purple, not just called purple, like granddaddy purple or purple urkel, which has a purple flavor, if you know what I mean, but doesn't really have a purple color. A lot of times the purple colored weed uh, gets full marks for appearance, but doesn't always make it through uh, into the higher echelons based on effect and flavor and smell. Uh, maybe it smells okay, but it doesn't taste great. Or maybe it tastes okay, but you don't really get stoned. Purple weeds don't always get you a stone. Like I used to smoke a lot of Blue Dragon uh, just because I really liked it. And it had a nice feel, but it wasn't like a super strong feeling. But this 568, this strain number eight, you can go to uh, the Emerald Cup website and look up the winners. It came in third place. It has a really, really nice flavor uh, and a really, really, a really good strong high. Uh, I think they said it was a sativa. I will choose to believe them. So that's what I'm smoking out of my chameleon glass typhoon pipe. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's tasty. First one of the day, you guys. Got up, had some coffee, had some oatmeal, took a shit, got on the website, talked about white people, and smoked some weed. So my day is pretty much done. No, it's not. I still got a bunch more things to do. What we were talking about, have we talked about, I think we talked about how to taste marijuana. I had some ideas for this segment, but then I probably forgot them because I just smoked some weed. Let's talk about upcoming events. There's a lot of good um, cannabis events happening right now. The the Champ, uh, which is the giant C-H-A-M-P giant glass and marijuana showcase that's been going on in Vegas since the 90s, since the late 90s is actually happening right now. I kind of wish I was going to be there this weekend, but I'm not. But we're doing a, um, they're doing a regulations, rules and regulations seminar here in Sacramento that I'm probably going to sneak into. And then the International Cannabis Business Conference is coming up on February 17th. And I think that's really the one, if you're interested in having a cannabis business in California, that's probably the one you want to go to because Lori Ajax, 
who is the head of the Medical Marijuana Bureau of Rules and Regulations or whatever they call it, Bureau of Medical Marijuana Regulation, bummer, uh, is going to be there to speak. Henry Rollins will also be there, and there'll, there'll be uh, a lot more speakers and lawyers and regulators and networkers and business opportunities. So that's the International Cannabis Business Conference. You can go to internationalcbc.com and get more information. Uh, marijuana. I'm putting together, I told you, I'm putting together a show, May 6th, a show, an event, May 6th in Carmichael or Fair Oaks, California. It's an undisclosed location. It's a private house. If you want to buy tickets, send me an email, ngaio420.com. Should we go back and talk about collective responsibility some more? Because that was like one of my big things after the election, right? When the, when the demographics came out and it turned out that 94% of black women voted for Hillary and against Trump. Um, it just proves really that you should listen to black women in almost all matters. Really what we should do in addition to having a president is we should have a council of black women that uh, the president can go to for advice or even, you know, after Congress votes on it, after the president signs it, we turn it over to the council of black women and then they can either give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down or recommend some changes and send it back. It'd be like the the Supremes Court. <laughs> That's almost racist. But it's kind of funny, right? Like if it was Diana Ross and Mary and Florence and they were all. Uh, <laughs> Where did our laws go? Um, no, but really, you listen to black women is what I'm saying, because. Uh, and, and I've been arguing with people on, on Facebook, not face. Well, I argue a little bit on Facebook, but also on the Twitter, on the social medias. I've been arguing with people on the social medias about this because they're like, well, you can't really blame white people for Trump. And yeah, we kind of can because 53% of white women, 63% of white men, those are the cats who swung the vote. Right. And I'm not, and don't come in here. Well, I didn't vote for Trump. We're not talking about you. If you didn't vote for Trump, we're not talking about you, but we're talking about your people. You understand? You understand where I'm coming from? You understand the difference? Right? You get where I'm coming from? No? Think about it. Think about it for a while. Sit on it. Look into your heart. Right? Sit with it. Feel it. You got to talk to your people, man. Right? They're the reason we have this guy as a president, and it's been chaos for two and a half weeks. He's kind of chilling out right now because I guess uh, President Bannon has figured out that you can't rule by fiat, in America, although you always try to accuse Obama and shit of doing it, but Obama had his shit together. So he threw an executive order, right? But it was an order that had been vetted. His lawyers had taken a look at it. The DOJ had had a chance to weigh in on it, right? Right? So shit is kosher and legal, right? This guy, you can't just come out with shit willy-nilly. You're not the fucking king, man. It's one of those things. This is how government works. Checks and balances, bitches. That's how we do it, right? For all the ridiculous racistness of the founding fathers, their core concept is fairly legit, right? All people are created equal. We've got to work together on that. That's all. That's all I'm saying. You understand where I'm coming from? Are you guys listening to me? Right? You smell what I'm cooking? Blah, da, da. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's some kick to sneak. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know, you know what I mean? For sure. You know what I mean? For sheezy. All right. It doesn't, you guys listen to Keek the Sneak. Listen to Mozzie. Listen to the coup. Listen to Mortal Technique. Listen to Run the Jewels. You'll feel better. Okay. So we're going to smoke some more marijuana. We're going to come back 
talk about a couple more things. But I really, for your homework next week, think about collective responsibility and do races uh, in America the way America is set up. Do you have a collective responsibility? Now, I'm not saying that you bear all the responsibility for everything that people in your race do, right? Because, you know, you don't want to be equated with Dylan Roof or Timothy McVeigh, right? But but do you guys as a group, do, do you share a thing, right? Black people do, right? We always got that come get your boy kind of moment. So y'all should think about it. You should talk about it. We'll figure it out. We'll be back in a couple minutes right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Peace. Rolling with Dungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. Equio, New Frontier's cutting-edge big data platform, puts the information and answers you need right at your fingertips in real time to help you more effectively run your cannabis business. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. Again, that's www.equio.io. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. <sighs> cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and it gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. Pay quick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents the newest and greatest podcast in the galaxy, The Real Dirt with Chip Baker, your insider industry connection to accurate and entertaining information about cannabis technology, production, cultivation, and everything in between. Rolling joints and dropping knowledge about cannabis technology, production, cultivation, and everything in between. The future of legal cannabis has arrived, and we want to give you The Real Dirt with Chip Baker. Look for new episodes at CannabisRadio.com, TheRealDirt.com, or subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Maui Wowie. Acapulco Gold. California Kush. Our strains stretch everywhere, too. This is the Cannabis Radio Network. Rolling with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. All right, we're back right here. Rolling with Ungayo. We're going to do a quick little thing called tips and tricks. Uh, don't forget to tip your delivery driver. If you're using a cannabis delivery service, throw that person a few bucks for gas money. Also, never forget to pass the duchy on the left-hand side. And if you're not an everyday weed smoker, try to bring some weed with you every once in a while so your friends don't think you're just mooching weed, right? I don't even drink, but sometimes I show up with beer. Well, I drink a little bit, but I'll show up with beer at a party or whatnot because I know other people like to drink. There was one other thing that I was going to say, but I forgot, so it doesn't matter. So we'll move right on. Uh, places where I'm going to be, and then you can come see me or hang out, uh, and, and we'll do that kind of stuff. February 12th <clears throat> is the Comedy Burger at the Momo Lounge above Harlow's in Midtown, Sacramento. March 16th, I'm going to be in like Chico or Oroville or some shit. I'll post it. Uh, March 23rd through the 25th, I will be at Joker's in Richland, Washington. Uh, first parts of April, I'm going to be all over Texas. 
mostly at the Velveeta Room in Austin, and then I'll also be in like Brownsville and McAllen and uh, maybe Corpus Christi. I'm trying to get out to New Mexico this summer too. We'll figure something out. Uh, July 14th through 16th. Listen, July 10th through 12th, I'm going to try to be at the International Juggling Association Festival in some city in Iowa. Go to IJA.org and you can figure out. Come juggle with us. We'll hang out there. That'll be hella fun. And then July 14th through 16th, I'm at the Crawfest just outside of Bend, Oregon. The Crawfest. And you'd think it would be about crawfish, but no, really, it's about my homie Jacob Crawford. And his big local music festival that he throws every year for his birthday. This year, I may steal a puppy because he's always got really cute puppies. You can find me on the Twitter, NGAIO420. That's also the Instagram. I think that's also the Snapchat, which I hardly ever use, and the Periscope, which I use rarely. Right? Mostly, I'm mostly Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I also have a fan page on the Facebook, which you can go to as well. I would like to thank my homies at Chameleon Glass. If you use NGAIO420 in the code at Chameleon Glass, you get 10% off. I'd like to thank my dog, Zach, for uh, calling me every Tuesday morning so we can get this show off the ground. <laughs> I would like to thank you for listening. iTunes, everybody at CannabisRadio.com, everybody at Stitcher. I thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next week right here on Rolling With Dial. Peace. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.